Thank you for tuning into my podcast tonight. We'll be discussing the scarcely told myth of Artemis and Zeus and their conflicts. We all know Zeus was a trickster. He was very ignorant to his wife Hera and constantly went behind her back. In the beginning of this myth, Zeus had just finished fighting for his power after defeating Cronus and the Titans and holding the throne to Olympus. It was relaxing for Zeus, to say the least. There was minimal conflict, and even if so, it was easily resided by his word. He was respected. He had practically created man's world, and man was thriving. His temple is the biggest and grandest of all the gods, as rightfully so, but he was beginning to let the power get to his head, and instead of thinking cognitively, he would think through whatever would best benefit him. This would eventually lead to multiple revolts within Olympus because of constant ragging on each other after centuries of being ruled under. Artemis was the first to approach Zeus about his reign. Zeus did not take the criticism lightly and banished Artemis to Earth, where she soon took hunting as a hobby. Artemis would not forgive Zeus and therefore bombarded the temple to the King of Thunder. This caused the gods of Olympus to be furious at Artemis for disrespecting their ruler, though most were only saying this for the reputation of the king, not personal interest. A hero on Earth named Jason, who was infamous for his involvement with the Golden Fleece, would spark the fire between the two once more. He was a brave hero, one who sacrificed all he could to get the kingdom of Locos back by retrieving the Golden Fleece against all odds. Jason would cause turmoil between Artemis and himself by refusing to sacrifice his best meats to Artemis after hunting in the moonlight. Zeus, who had already had Prometheus do the same to him, told Artemis to stop causing havoc to men. Artemis didn't want to be told what to do and insisted Zeus force Apollo, the god of the sun, to allow Artemis to let the moon shine through the day. Zeus and Apollo alike disagreed, for there was time for the sun and time for the moon. This leads us to the main action point of the story. Artemis and Zeus would then agree to settle their dispute through a battle of archery, something Artemis was known for. Whoever was the best shot would prevail. Artemis's first shot nailed her target directly, and Zeus followed up by splitting her arrow in half, landing directly on the target. They continued, neither missed by any measure of length. However, when morning came, they still didn't reach a conclusion of who was the victor and who was the loser. So Zeus allowed Artemis to have control of the sunlight whenever the moon would perfectly align between the sun's rays and earth. And every time this occurred, the people of Greece were reminded of who to pay sacrifice to and would do so cognoscively. And for clarification of the word cognoscively, cog means to know and think. In Narcissus, the self-lover from Greek mythology means love for self and tragedy. This forms cognizance, to think for the avoidance of one's self and the tragedy that goes along with that. This myth has been retold for centuries, changing its precise wording between many writers. Ovid, for example, believes that archery bout was between Apollo and Artemis. It truly doesn't matter which version you read in this case, it all maintains the same idea. The original Greek writers used mythology as an early science, explaining why and how the world came to be. In this myth, the idea of a solar eclipse is explained. 
Artemis' moon is blocking the sunlight and controlling the sun in daytime for that few minutes that eclipse occurs. Hopefully you learned something through this listen today, and be ready for our next episode where we discuss a hidden writer who was only recently discovered for his work by historians. It will be released at 3pm Pacific Daylight Time, as is every episode. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your day.